Hey friends, thanks for checking out this video. Do you know anybody who has retired but didn't stop working? Right, anybody, maybe grandma, grandpa, a parent, maybe you, you're like, you know, you were thought, okay, I'm gonna have my career for 30 years, whatever it is, maybe you're in the military and then you got your pension and then you're like, well, what do I do now? And you started a whole new career. And I remember when my grandfather, when he retired, I heard as a kid, hey, Papa's retiring. And I thought, that sounds great. Like he's worked hard really long, and, you know, what's he gonna do now? He's probably gonna sleep in to 10 a.m., you know, probably gonna roll out of bed, have some Fruit Loops, watch some ESPN, probably go play nine holes of golf, have dinner at 4 p.m. at Perkins, you know, watch some Wheel of Fortune, and then retire for the night. What a wonderful life, Papa. Sounds great. That's not what happened. No, he retired from the electric company and then got other jobs, like working at a funeral home, driving dead bodies all over the country. It's like, why? Well, I, I, you know, for him and probably for a lot of people, it's because he's worked his whole life. And it's kind of like, well, what do you do when you stop working? You just find something else to do to be productive, to have that sense of satisfaction. He didn't need a paycheck. No, he saw his work as an act of worship to God, something that God created him to do. And so when you don't work, you're kind of missing out on something. Like something, there's a void, right? Because God actually created us to work. He did. You know, sometimes we think about work and be like a bad thing. That's certainly true of many ancient philosophers. Stoic philosophers says that, that work is a, a hindrance to the good life. And sometimes you probably think that, like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna work and then I'm gonna retire and then I'm just gonna relax. It's just gonna be great. I'm not gonna have any work to do for the rest of my life. But we might be disappointed when we get to that point when we retire and realize something's missing when we're not working. You know, why is that? It's because that God in the beginning, when he created us, he created us in his image and he created us to work. Where do we see in the very first page of scripture? God working. He was working to create the world and then he creates everything and then he hands that work and he entrusts that work to us and says, I want you to be good stewards of this world that I have created, that I've just built. Right? He says in Genesis chapter one, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over it, rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. He says, I'm giving you every tree, every plant, okay? It's for your good, but you've got to work it. In Genesis chapter two, what does he say to Adam? He says, I've, I've planted this garden of Eden. It's a good place, but I want you now to work it, to take care of it, to tend to it, to help it flourish. And so, yes, even before sin enters the world, there is work. God creates all the raw materials, all the raw materials, and says, hey, use it now for your good purposes, for your good, and for my glory. For your good and for my glory. And that's still what we do today. You know, we take raw materials, and we build houses with them. We take raw materials, we have clothes, and we eat food from that raw materials. We harvest it, we, we cook it, okay? You know, some people create drugs and vaccines with all this raw material that God created in the beginning. He says, I want you to be good stewards of it, use it for your good, for the good of my creation, and to bring glory to me. But then what happens, right? We, we end up harvesting, working in a way that we shouldn't. We do what God tells us not to do. We take from that tree, we harvest from that tree that God says that's off limits. Okay, our work, our work goes out of bounds. And that's when sin enters the world. And all of a sudden, as a consequence for our sin, there's now thistles and thorns. And by the sweat of our brow, we're going to have to work. And, and, and work becomes this burdensome thing. It becomes this burdensome thing, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Work doesn't have to be. And I see that because 
I, I say that and I see it in scripture when God describes heaven, right? I, you know, sometimes if we think that work is a bad thing, we think, well, it can't be in heaven. But actually work is in heaven. When I read Isaiah 65, God gives us this picture of heaven. He says this, behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Verse 21 they, meaning you and me, those who people who will be there, they will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. No longer will we have we will work frustrations and work really hard and maybe someone else gets the credit, someone else gets the promotion, okay? No, it, it says, my chosen ones will long enjoy the works of their hands. Yes, my chosen ones will long enjoy the works of their hands. Yes, work in heaven will be something that's joyful. That's something that's satisfying. That's something that we know, okay, this is for our good. And, and this, is gonna, this is bringing glory to God. This is an act of worship, right? And some of us realize, like, like, work isn't all that bad. Some of us, we love what we do for work. And we're like, I love what I do for work. It's just, it's just all the people that I got to deal with, right? You know, like, if I just do the work, it's like the work is actually the good part. It's all of, you know dealing with customers and clients or, you know, all the, the work frustrations or maybe the insecurities and the worries that I have that oftentimes don't really come to fruition. I just worry about them, the insecurities that I have. And, right, it, it's like sometimes the work behind the work that makes the work hard. It's not actually the work itself. And, it create, and, and in the new heavens and the new earth, in heaven, like, those toils, those thistles, those headaches won't be there anymore. And it'll just be really good work. The question we have to ask ourselves today is, how can we make our work a little bit more like that work? You know, how, how can we make our workplaces a worship space? How can we make our, our workplaces a worship space, a worship space that, that adds to kind of good in, our, good in the world, can benefit others, and can bring glory to God? In the book of Colossians, the Apostle Paul writes to slaves, and he says, hey, in whatever you do, work as it, work as it with all of your heart, as if working for God and not for man. So whatever you do, whatever you do, you know, work in customer service, whether you do, you know, serving people in the medical field, whether you do doing project management, whatever you do, creating software, whatever it is, work as if you're working for God and not for man. And then that way you can make your workplace a worship space by being a, 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 an employee of integrity, you know, not cutting corners, not doing things that are unethical, but representing Jesus and the way that you work, and your work ethic, and the way by, by going the extra mile in your customer service, by, by doing your work with joy, with a jo sense of joy and with a smile, and, and trying to bring a smile to your coworkers' faces, your, your employees' faces, your customers' faces. You know, when I, when I think about going the extra mile at work, I think about Chick-fil-A. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Chick-fil-A's food, but I love their customer service. I'm always overwhelmed by their customer service when I go there and how how happy everybody is there and all their employees. And well, I don't think it's a coincidence that their mission statement is, hey, we exist to bring glory to God, to glorify God by being good stewards of everything that God's entrusted to us. Yes, Chick-fil-A sees work as a good thing. It's a good thing that we can use to bring glory to God. And so that's my challenge for us today is how can we, how can we make our, our workplaces worship spaces today by representing Jesus, by working hard, by encouraging our, our co-workers, by sharing our faith in the workplace, okay? 
making our workplaces worship spaces. Let me pray for us and ask God to give us a little bit of of insight, maybe some ideas of how we can do that this week. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for creating the world and, and inviting us to participate in your goodness in doing things that are going to bring glory to you, God. We thank you for employment. We thank you for, you know, being able to um, have a paycheck and being able to have food and being able to work with our hands and, you know, giving us the insight to see that, man, this is something that we get to do. Um, that's part of, you know, your original plan for us. Um, God, I ask that you would help us to be able to see the ways that we can work and represent you well to bring you glory, to worship you. So God, direct our our thoughts and our attentions to those things so that we can make our workplaces a worship space this week. We thank you for your son, Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.